Well, today is Mother's Day. Congratulations, all you mothers. Good that you were good, faithful mothers. What would we do without mothers? I'm sorry? I heard some guy saying the other day that it's a known fact that if your parents did not have any children, you probably won't have any children either. Mm -hmm. Think about it. You're right. You're right. And that is, that's all the explanation you need about me. I got it from my kids. Yeah, well, they should be ashamed of themselves. What? Uh, by the way, what happened to your wife? I don't keep track of her. Oh, okay. Oh, here she comes. Did she just leave me? No, no. She, she went for breakfast and she came back. Morning, Ryan. Oh, you're in Sunday school. She was being, doing due diligence. That's good. That's good. Well, today is May 12. We are going to be pay, praying for Wyomissing Church of the Brethren. Where is Wyomissing? Outside of Reading, yeah. Outside of Reading. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not familiar with that. I do not know that area. See, I don't get much out of Hummelstown. Almost a brand new building. Oh really? Yeah. Great. Good. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I guess we need a Boscovs here. Grace Christian is going to be praying for us. Where is Grace Christian? Lansdale. Oh, <laughs> he knows them all. It is in Lansdale. Preach and sing in Korean. Oh, really? They have a big, is, is it mostly Korean congregation? interesting. Korean. How about that? Well, anyhow, we'll accept their prayers, that's for sure. Grace Christian. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we also have a couple birthdays coming up. Tuesday is Grant's. Whitey's birthday is on Tuesday. And Ruthie Allinger's is on Thursday. And is your anniversary coming up this coming Saturday or is it yesterday? Was it yesterday? This coming I noticed that you answered, Tina. Doug did not. <laughs> it's okay, Doug. 
I have trouble remembering mine, too. It's, uh, well, I have my own little way of remembering it. Anyhow, I think we got all the announcements out of the way. Yeah, Nancy, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Good. Okay. Did everybody hear what Nancy said? Last day for collecting that cash. Uh, put it in her mailbox or give it directly to her if you want. So, uh, And you can, if you uh, tell us your envelope number, it can go on your offering uh, records. And uh, we can do it that way. So that's, that's good. Good. And uh, Karen's not here today. She's, if I remember right, Donna, she said her grandson's getting christened. Dedication for the grandchild. Okay. All right. So that's where she's at today. That's wonderful. That's good. All right. We do have a hymn to sing, ladies and gentlemen. It's number 560, For the Beauty of the Earth. Will you stand with us and sing number 560?
thank you for this day. Even though it's a rainy day and sort of dark and overcast, it's still a day that you have made, and it's a wonderful day. As we celebrate Mother's Day today, we pray a blessing upon all mothers, all of those that have nurtured and raised children, hopefully to follow you. Thank you, Lord, for their service. Thank you for their dedication to their families. And thank you, Lord, for your dedication to this church. We are so blessed that you are our God, that you have sent your son to rescue us from our sins. What a wonderful grace and mercy you have shown this congregation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you and bless you. We lift you up and give you all the praise that you so readily deserve. We pray these things in your son's holy name, Jesus Christ, our Savior, and our coming King. Amen. Take a moment or two and greet the folks. Uh, was supposed to be our two-cent a meal, but hardly or anybody was here last week because West Green Tree. <laughs> we should have, yes, we're going to have a lawnmower Sunday. Everybody's going to push their lawnmower here. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we decided to put it off until this Sunday. So uh, we will do our, this is second Sunday. So we will, uh, how will we do this? We always walk forward on second Sunday. I guess we can do both of them at the same time. That would probably be the easiest. Okay. You want to do it that way? Okay. All right. Okay, do it. Walk forward with the regular offering, and then we'll come forward with the two cent a meal offering. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Very good. Well, we're not quite there yet, so uh, we will do it at that time. But right now, we want to look at our prayer ministry guide, folks. And uh, Christine, we always turn to you if you have any updates that didn't make it on the. Okay. Okay, all right, so everything's up to date, all right. Anybody have anything that they know of that they'd like to, oh, Donna, I didn't see your hand right away, okay. Woo, it's live. Uh, Karen asked me to leave you know that Terry Elstad, I think is how you pronounce his name, he passed away on Friday. She had put him a um, request for prayer last Sunday, I believe. Okay, so he passed away, and I've had a great blessed Mother's Day already because I found out uh, just on Saturday that I'm going to have another grandchild. <laughs> Best gift ever. All right. Well, that's a blessing. That's great. Twelve? A dozen. No, just a dozen. Just a dozen. She's working on the baker's dozen. That's grandchildren and great-grandchildren, right? Yeah, okay. That's wonderful. Anybody else have? Yes. Mrs. Long. <laughs> no, I want to give an update on Helen and Whitey. He had an episode earlier this week, and they weren't sure what was going on, and 
uh, David came up from the Carolinas, and then our daughter-in-law went down, and she said, I think you need to talk to hospice or call your doctor for a prescription or something. So they did that, and hospice is coming in now and helping them with Whitey and maybe Helen, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but I was down yesterday, and uh, she said, I'm not leaving this house. I want to get a miniature goat, goat, because she said, I told him I have things to take care of. So she thinks that's going to keep her. A miniature goat. What, what were you going to say? Speak for yourself. <laughs> were you going to say something that? No, So I want to be thankful for my wife and the good mother that she is and bringing up two awesome kids. And maybe Megan wants to share something. That's another 35 years away yet. <laughs> so Megan wrote a poem entitled, she came home uh, from school a couple weeks ago and said, Mom, I have to do, we're working on poetry and, and what is it now? It's language arts, English language arts, I don't know. Um, and she said, I have to, I had to pick a word. An abstract noun. This is right. <laughs> Pastor Ryan's up there saying he knows this yeah. stuff. So her word, she said, so mom, the word I picked is redemption. And I was like, okay, redemption. <laughs> so this is her poem entitled Redemption. Smells like a daffodil on the first day of spring. Tastes like a strawberry picked straight from the patch. It reminds me of snow whiter than white. Redemption sounds like a choir of angels rejoicing. Though many have a dirty slate, you give them a clean canvas. You take me on a trip to heaven and say, welcome home. Now everyone is rejoicing, singing hallelujah, praise the Lord. So as a mother, I am blessed to have two beautiful children and a wonderful husband. I'm not beautiful. And yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. Good for you. Now, Megan, where do you go to school? Okay. And you're in what grade? Sixth grade. All right. That's great. Good for you, dear. Anybody else? Nancy. Be a mother and grandmother. Oh, what a blessing that God gives us the opportunity to help care for life. And then second is Bonnie Messick. I had shared that she needed one more round of chemo before surgery, and then she had radiation and didn't realize that. Her surgery was scheduled for Thursday, but then it was postponed for more testing, but it's a 12-hour operation that she'll be undergoing, so maybe this coming week, I'm not sure. Wow, 12 hours. It'll, but it'll be shortly. And Doc, your shoulder, would we like an update? still have your shoulder? Yeah, it's here yet. Um, the MRI showed that there's two muscles, more look like, this is your language, more look like marbled steer steak. 
uh-huh. and they're not functioning properly. Okay. okay. Um, I think there's some tears in those muscles. And then, so it's not not a tour rotator cuff or anything. Oh, okay. But uh, he had the EMG, which is where they test your nerves and your muscles. He had an EMG where you test the nerves and the muscles, and we've seen the report from that. But again, that's like reading it and guessing what it's saying. So yeah. he has a follow up appointment on Tuesday with the um, the shoulder doctor. I mean, and he's kind of. What he told us last time was he would look over this report and kind of see where we go from here, whether it's, you know, whether he needs to see more of like a neurologist, if it's that, you know, if it's the nerve or kind of what our next steps are. So we see him on Tuesday. So hopefully we'll, two muscles yeah. connected to the rotator cuff are not functioning. Yeah. Okay. They're, they don't look like they should. Yeah. All right. Thank you for your prayers. So, and So things are... They're still moving forward. They pretty much have full mobility, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just not hundred percent. Okay, and your back's doing okay. Okay, all right. All sorts of things. I don't know how you put things in the messenger, but I think that poem would be good enough to go into the messenger. I, I really appreciated that poem. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Karen, I'm sorry, I wasn't, I wasn't looking up this way. As an ELA teacher, I would give you a good grade for that one. <laughs> it's the kind of thing I make my students do, and they never enjoy it. Um, Sandy and I have two trips coming up. At the end of the month, we're going out to Ohio to see our oldest grandson graduate from high school. Oh, wow. How he got that big, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so, but more importantly... In the middle of June, after school's out, Sandy and I are going to go on a short-term mission trip to the Dominican Republic. It's been several years since he's gone, and he's older. And I have never gone on. I'm five years older than my last year. Yeah, five years. And I've never gone on one. And I can admit to a little bit of apprehension, I guess, would be the word. <laughs> you know, because... Yeah, so... If you would um, pray for us, we're going with a group from um, Maranatha. It's Lancaster Church of the Brethren. Um, half the group, I think, actually speaks Spanish, which is wonderful, oh, and the rest of us are just, <laughs> you know, I can I can smile and hug in any language is what I figure, but I don't speak Spanish, so I'm not sure. You know, a lot of it's going to be building, which is totally not my thing. Yeah, but... I, there are some um, stuff with kids, Bible school kind of stuff with kids that I'm going to be involved in. So anyway, if you would begin praying for us that, you know, safe trip. We got to get to Newark and fly out of Newark down to the DR and, you know, go through all that good stuff. Got to get shots. So anyway, so if you. It's only good reason to get shots. <laughs> so anyway, if you would. um. Remember us in your prayers as we get ready for that. I have to make some crafts and stuff, so we'd appreciate prayers for that. And also, I don't know about a truck, a tractor, or lawnmower Sunday, or you know, that's kind of out of my comfort zone. But I was talking to somebody, and I heard you used to have a Sunday where you'd have church over in the um, pavilion, and 
Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. And um, have a carry-in afterwards. And that sounds like a lot of fun. What do you think? Because I've been told you have to look on a calendar somewhere because the dates are filling up. So we could maybe look and see if we could pick a date. Don't you think that sounds like a good idea? Yeah. You know, the early disciples... Nancy and I were talking about that. We've just been talking about Pentecost and how after the day of Pentecost when he baptized 3,000 people, Peter did, and how they met together regularly to eat and to share and to sing and to pray. And and so I think that'd be fun. You guys did such a good job at the other carry-in that we had. Yeah, well, like brethren, we like to eat. Yes. Well, we have to have that, yes. Uh, we have done things at the pavilion. We all know that. Uh, and we've Yes, I think we had ice cream over there. Yeah, we... we <laughs> yeah, so... so uh, get the weather better and check the calendar, and we'll, we'll get something... Yeah, and there's, there's a... There's a piano over there. Are you, are you a piano player? Can you play piano? Well, I didn't know. I, okay. Well, okay. The, the piano probably is not tuned very well. But it's been sitting over there in the damp for years. But uh, it, it'll make noise. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we, that's something we can do, so, does anybody else have anything, I'm sorry I laid the microphone down, I didn't ask you if there was anything else, uh, we do, like I said, we do have two birthdays, and the, the individuals aren't here, Grant and Ruthie, but should we sing happy birthday anyhow, why don't we, Maestro? Today than usual. Oh, you know, I can make you feel real, real sympathetic for uh, for good old Pastor Sandy. <laughs> Thursday and Friday he was in bed all day. Yeah, pretty miserable, you know. A box of Kleenex. Well, just about a whole box of Kleenex. <laughs> Drainage and sore throat and. My head felt like about this big. And I wanted to give it to like Friday. I wouldn't have given a plugged nickel for trying to do anything today. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be recovering. And uh, so I look outside and I go, eh, you know what? We need some sunshine song. Do you know that three sunshine hymns? How many of you know the three sunshine hymns? You know one of them? Huh? Heavenly, walking in sunlight all of my journey over the mountains through the deep vale. Jesus has said, I'll never forsake thee. Promise divine that never shall fail. 
heavenly sunlight, heavenly sunlight, flooding my soul with glory divine. Hallelujah. I am rejoicing, singing his praises. Jesus is mine. That's the first one. Jesus is mine. Anybody know what the next one is? I wandered in the shades of night till Jesus came to me and with the sunshine of his love bid all my darkness flee. Sunlight, sunlight in my soul today. Sunlight, sunlight all along the way. Since the Savior found me, took away my sin, I have had the sunlight of his love within. Hey, the other one is in the, in the hymnal. Hey, no, see, see, did you see I got, I'm, I'm unpacking hymnals in the office. I got like 400 hymnals or something, I don't know. I'm over the top when it comes to hymnals. Well, that's another one. See, that's, but there, there's one of the sunshine ones in here. I noticed. Four There is sunshine in my soul today. Now, Walter, if you know it, fine. If not, we'll just do it. Akipali. Four ninety nine. Does anybody know this? There's sunshine in my soul today. See, I'll tell you what, there's so many good hymns, we haven't even scratched the surface. And then, you know, <laughs> that that famous church that I used to pastor, they got rid of their hymnals. There is sunshine in my soul today, more glorious and bright than glows in any earthly sky, for Jesus is my light. Oh, there's sunshine, blessed sunshine, in the peaceful, happy moments grow. Well, there's about three more, but those are the main hymns. That, that's sort of like a, a children's hymn. Hey, I'll need that one later. I'm going to put that on the bottom. All right. It's just getting you, you know, I, I, some people say, well, why do you do this stuff? I go, well, I'm just giving, giving you your money's worth. You know, you know, if you do a short sermon, people don't get very much for their money, see? Yeah, you still don't. Uh, just, all right.
Well, <laughs> I put this on the, on the schedule back in the beginning of February, this sermon. And actually, this week, I am working on all the sermons between now and September, October kind of dates. And uh, it's, not as, it's not as much of a challenge as uh, when, I had, when I was expected to preach every week. This is really nice. <laughs> every other week, uh, hallelujah, and it's really what I needed. <laughs> and uh, the Lord has blessed us in this, all right? Uh, this is a message about the supply of the Holy Spirit. And it's a message which, um, and listening to somebody else preach, I do that every now and then. I don't do a lot. Used to do more now, more than I do now. Uh, but I'll hear something, and I go, there it is, and you grab it. And uh, there's a passage in uh, Philippians, a few verses there. If you have your Bible, turn it to uh, Philippians. Now, you guys all need to be real thankful that my wife is charitable and loaned me her Bible. Listen, when a pastor loses his Bible, it's like a sheriff losing his gun. And I don't know where it's at. So she gave me her Bible. We are bound and determined to find this Bible. <laughs> you know, well, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's about a quarter size of what I'm used to. Anyway, we will, we will do it. And God, you know, I got one with real tiny print that I use for uh, home communions. This is uh, Philippians chapter 1, and uh, Paul is rejoicing. And uh, along with Timothy, and um, he's thankful for prayer in that chapter. And you get down to verse 12, it's talking about how there's some factions in the church there. And he's, he's sort of having a tough time, never mind he's in jail, uh, and the rooms of the jail are so small he can't can't stand up. We're talking about not standing for a year or so. And as I understand, you couldn't stretch out either. So you could neither, neither stand nor stretch out in a lay. You had to sort of curl up in a laying position. Miserable to be in jail and to be in chains. And here's what he says uh, in prison. He says, but I want you to know, brethren that the things which happened to me have actually turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. He's saying, yeah, you don't worry about me. Cheer the fact that the gospel is going forward. All right? So that it has become evident to the whole palace guard and to all the rest that my chains are in Christ. And most of the brethren in the Lord have become confident by my chains, uh, are more 
much more bold to speak the word without fear. You know, Paul, if he can keep teaching the Bible and keep teaching the word of God and keep preaching uh, the salvation of Jesus, he can keep doing that while he's in prison. You know, we're out, we're out here. You know, we ought to do it more too. And he said that was going on. Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife. And some also from goodwill. So some are, some doesn't ha don't have the right motivation. Some do. All right, the former, the ones that preach uh, Christ for the for a good reason, preach Christ from uh, selfish. No, the one the ones that uh, for envy and strife, they preach Christ from selfish ambition, not sincerity, supposing to to add affliction to my chains. Yeah, you know, they're just trying to make me feel bad. But the latter, that's the ones who uh, do it for, for goodwill, says the latter out of love knowing uh, that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. What then? Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached. And in this, I rejoice, yes, and will rejoice. Now, here's, we're getting to the part, I want you to see this. By the way, seeing this phrase, it's been there. <laughs> and I've been reading the King James Version and the New King James that I preach from for years and years and years, and I still missed it, all right? For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Now, there's a bunch of translations that don't use supply. And, I, and I've gone back and I've dug around and say, all right, what's going on here? And I am convinced that this is the case where the newer translations just wanted to give it a different spin so that they don't sound like the old King James. They just want to be different. That's what I really think is going on because when I go into Strong's Concordance and I go in, into other lexicons that translate the original Greek into the English, guess what they say? Supply or supplying. You know what? That's good enough for me. And I'm not going to beat any, any of the other translations. Some of these other translations are way better in other passages, but in this case, to say the supply, what does it say? Supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Now, you know Jesus Christ had no sin, right? Was he a holy man? He was a holy man. And if it was a spirit of a holy man, it's the Holy Spirit. Right there it is. The Holy Spirit, the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. There is a supply of God's spirit. The supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ, the supply of the Holy Spirit. Do you see that? All right, let me finish it up and we'll have a quick prayer. According to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, 
but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death, for me to live as Christ and to die is gain. He says it's going to turn out good even if I die. <laughs> Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for your word. It was settled long ago, this word. And Lord, uh, by your Holy Spirit, you have the capacity of taking the word and making it real, not in, just out here in the world, but making it real to our hearts. Open our hearts to your word. Open your word to our hearts today, Father. In Jesus' name we pray it. Amen. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit and let's uh, go to a number of passages. Keep that phrase, the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Keep that in your mind. And let's go back to uh, Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. And uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 14. And here we find the Holy Spirit in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 14, Luke 4, 14. He's been out in, in the wilderness and he's been tempted by the devil. And Jesus knew how to deal with the devil with the word of God. And after the temptation was over and the devil departed, verse 13, then, verse 14, then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee and the news of him went out throughout all the surrounding region. Do you see that? Jesus, now listen, when did the Holy Spirit come on Jesus? For ministry, the Holy Spirit came on him when he was baptized. You remember that, that the Holy Spirit descended. It doesn't say that it was a dove. It was like a dove. You ever see a dove land? That's how the Holy Spirit came to the Lord Jesus Christ went from, from the baptism out into the wilderness, tempted, and then he came back in the power of the Spirit. Hmm. How much of the Spirit did he have? Let's go into uh, uh, John's Gospel, John chapter 3. You know what's at the beginning of John 3, don't you? For God so loved the world. Yeah, John 3, 16. Later on in the same chapter there, John 3 and uh, looking at verse 34. And again, your, 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 uh, your translations may give various aspects of this, but it really all focuses in. It says, for he whom God has sent speaks the words of God. Now, what is, who's that talking about? That's talking about Jesus. He was sent, 
and he had the words of God, Jesus did, for God does not give the Spirit by measure. In other words, Jesus had an unlimited, and I'm going to use the word, he had an unlimited supply of the Holy Spirit. Now, there, what's the difference between Jesus and us? Well, you know, it's like taking a glass of water, you know, and, and the bottom half is mud, <laughs> and the top half is water. Well, does it have it really? Really have water in it? Yeah, there's real water in there. And is the glass full? Well, yeah, the glass is full. But Jesus didn't have the mud and the muck and the sin and the corruption and whatever you and I got in there. And we can be filled with the Spirit, but how much is it? Hmm. Jesus had it without limitation. No sin. Nothing to get in the way. And let me tell you, that's what God wants for, for all of us. To be people filled with the Spirit, empowered by the Spirit, people that, that because of the Spirit are transformed and were renewed and we got, we got energy to do the right thing. You know, do we got energy to do the wrong thing? Well, sometimes. That's called carnality. That's called carnal nature. You know? But if we walk in the Spirit, if we do the things of the Holy Spirit, we won't do that. Mm -hmm. Well, let's move on. Now, here is a wonderful, wonderful passage. It's John chapter 4. Just turn the page probably. John chapter 4. And who's there? woman at the well what does Jesus say to the woman at the well do you remember what he says to the woman at the well well he's not really supposed to be talking to her by custom you know she's a Samaritan and sort of a half breed and, and he's not supposed to and probably not supposed to be there at the same place at the same time but here she is and Jesus says to her in ver verse 10 Jesus answered and said unto her, If you knew the gift of God, who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would ask him, and he would have given you living water. So here's a picture of the Holy Spirit in terms of water. Let's keep on going. The woman said to her, Sir... You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. How do you get that water? That Well, you got to ask Jesus. 
How do we get the Holy Spirit in? That's really the first thing. You can't give it out until it is, he's in. And how do you get the Holy Spirit in? He says you got to ask. And if you ask him, he will what? He'll give you the water and it will spring up in you. Now, my question is, have you accepted Jesus as your Savior? He is the water that springs up. Jesus is. It's not a thing, it's a person. You know that. And you've heard that preached before probably, all right? But you say, well, now do I have that? Am I filled with the Spirit? What does it mean for me to be filled with the Spirit? And if there is a supply of the Spirit, how does that relate? Well, let's go to another passage. This is uh, uh, John chapter 7. Sort of a companion to that, that uh, passage there. John chapter 7. You have to excuse me because I'm wandering around a, a, uh, a strange house here with a different Bible, you know. I, I, just, uh, I just don't feel like I know where the doors and windows are. Uh, John chapter 7, verse 37. Now here, I'll tell you what. I cannot read this in public without getting goosebumps. This is the feast that we know from other passages. We know that this most likely is talking about the Feast of Tabernacles and on, on the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, they got a huge basin and they got a huge pitcher of water. And they, there's this ceremony where they pour the water out and you praise God that God gives us water. So here they are ready to pour out the water into this huge basin and here's what happens. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood, Jesus stood and cried out. So, so apparently everybody's seated. They're all there. And this is in Jerusalem. They're all there. And Jesus stands up and they're ready to pour. They're ready to do the water thing. And here's what Jesus said cried out and he and you know so he's doing it with a loud voice so i imagine the water's over there and here's jesus and he yells or he hollers out if anyone thirsts let him come to me and drink let him come to me and drink if you think pouring water is a great thing yeah come to me and drink he who believes in me, in me, as the scripture has said, out of his, what's old King James? Belly. I just love old King James. I can, I can remember that. Belly? <laughs> where's your belly? <laughs> okay, Johnny, where's your belly? <laughs> you know, you know, you know, little kid patting his belly. Out of, out, you know, what, is, what does this one say? Out of his heart. No, no, it's really 
out of his innermost being. The core, well, that's your heart. Well, in there will what? Will flow rivers of living water. Right? I'll tell you what. The Philippians passage that talks about the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the supply of the Holy Spirit, here's the picture. Jesus is saying, if we come to him that we can drink, that's the water going in, and that, that the result is that from our core comes yeah, a little trickle, little spray, maybe a little hose here and a little water coming out the hose. No. And it doesn't say just one river, a river. No, it doesn't say that. It says rivers. <laughs> rivers, rivers. Do you see that? Will flow flow, will flow rivers of living water. And I think every good Christian, when we look at this passage, needs to stop and say, hmm, how much of this is fulfilled in me? How much of what Jesus expresses as a real, live, dynamic, I don't know what else you call it, as a real, as a really real thing. That's another way of putting it. You know, Christoffel's uh, uh, pulling it out of his head here. <laughs> how much has my life touched that? And how much has that touched my life? Now, you know, I don't know how many of us would say, well, you know, I, I'm filled with the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Are you filled with the Spirit? I think every Christian needs to understand that if you have Christ in your life, the Holy Spirit is there, and Christ cannot be in your life unless the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit does that. Now, Different churches and different denominations take this in different directions. But what I see here is when we come to Jesus, Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, by, by, the, uh, by, by his reality that cannot be seen, that's spirit. There's, there's aspect of God that cannot be seen. We could see Jesus' physical body, but the real Jesus was on the inside of that body, and there's a dimension of the Lord Jesus Christ that is spirit. And the question is, have I come to him? Have I found that well then taking a drink? Jesus, give me a drink, and... Spring water springing up into everlasting life, and I come to him, and he gives me 
If anybody's thirsty, let him come to me. And what? He'll give us to drink and his spirit is in us. Now, you say, well, how do you know that this is a spirit? Well, let, let's go on a little bit further. Verse 39. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. When was Jesus glorified? Was he glorified at the Last Supper? Well, almost. Was he glorified out there in the garden when he prayed and uh, his father heard his prayer and heard him say, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Well, real close. Was he glorified when uh, here comes the soldiers and they haul him off to, uh, to prison? He was glorified on the day that they drove those nails in his hands for you and me, nails in his feet, spear in his side, Blood coming down from the crown of thorns. Yeah, he was glory. You say, well, how, how is that glory? Yeah, that's all the goodness of God wrapped up right there. The glory always has to do with all of God's goodness. And it was poured out right there on, on Calvary. Now, as we believe and we believe in him, you see, you know, notice that part. Part there says, though, uh, whom those believing in him should receive. So you take, what do you do? You take Jesus into your heart. By faith. Can't prove it, but, but it's real. All right? And God gives us the supply of the Holy Spirit. Now, some Christians, in my humble opinion, but my ob 40 years of observation, is a little bit like a garden hose that has, you know, one of those spray nozzles, and the spray nozzle is shut, and you can go back to the faucet, and you can turn the faucet completely on, but nothing comes out. And that's how some Christians are. And yes, they're filled with a spirit. You know, you take a knife and cut that, that hose open and, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of water. But there's a problem. Why, you know, if, if you and I are not giving out from the Holy Spirit, then why should God give more of the Holy Spirit flowing in? You kept, catch my point? The point is, the real issue is out. Now, up here in verse, um, where was it? Where was it? Help me, Lord. Yeah, verse 38. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out. Out. It's not in. <laughs> the, the, in the in is up there, is if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. That's the in. But if you don't have the out, what? Nothing happens. And people wonder if they have 
the Holy Spirit. By the way, I never heard a sermon on the Holy Spirit until I was in my 20s. Not one sermon. And I, not one sermon. The Holy Spirit needs to be a dynamic part of every Christian. Every Christian. And it needs the motion with which we have to do and which is most important for you and I to, to be aware of. is the out. He said, if you come to me and believe, he'll come in. That's strange. This, this will eventually drive me crazier, crazier. I like having a thunderous voice, but that was a little bit too much lightning. It's the out, that word out. In fact, if you've got a pen or a, a um, pencil, you can circle it if, that, if that's the word in your Bible. There should be something about that it's going from you. So what is the Holy Spirit in us? He's a huge reservoir. Now when the Holy Spirit comes in, when the Spirit of Christ, the supply of the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit comes into us, he only brings 2%. No, 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 no. He, all that he is, is there. And is a resource for my life and yours. How much power does God have? <laughs> Do you see why I think, and some others think, that we are selling short the power of God by the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer? And that there's a lot more there than we think. Ooh. All right, here's a picture. Okay, this is this is by by uh, 